0: Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Animal Central on
1: Cliffcentral.com.
0: Wow, how awesome is that? That's the first time I've heard our sting. I'm so impressed. You with Animal Central, obviously, you've just heard our sting. And we're back. We're here every Wednesday to talk to you about all things animals. My name is Sharon Dale. And this morning, sadly, we had two of our guests cancel at the last minute because uh, Scotty Valadeo is not well. So she had to postpone. She will be back with us to talk about her articles in Canine Zone magazine. But I managed to quickly rustle around and get hold of a couple of wonderful guests today. So we're going to be talking to Dr. Marlene Norton, who is from the St. Francis Hospital in Edenvale. And then after Marlene, we've got the amazing Jerry Silwani back in studio. Jerry, of course, is from Soweto Animal Rescue, and he's going to talk about, you know, what he's been up to and um, the wonderful fundraising calendar that we've got for Jerry. Now, before we start, there's a few little newsy items. Firstly, to let all our Our canine zoners know the latest issue of canine zone magazine is now on shelves countrywide. So please pick up a copy. We're looking at beagles. We also letting you know how to report animal cruelty and abuse. Um, there are many household hazards that can affect your pets so that'll tell you more and then we are looking at the amazing new film called Max that is coming onto the circuit very soon other news in is that there's an amazing uh, well it's a very serious newspaper drive that's going on at the moment for them Zananda, let me get that right, Zananda Animal Clinic. Now, they treat up to a 1,000 pets every month, and they are in desperate, desperate need of newspapers, which are used to line the hospital and theater floors and the dog and cat ward cages. So if you are in the Cape Town area and you have newspapers to donate, Please drop them off at uh, one of their drop-off points, which you can find on their website at www, and I will spell this for you. It's mdzananda.co.za, or you can email info at mdzananda.co.za to find out where you can drop off your newspapers then yeah something really really cool again for the people in Cape Town they seem to have all the fun um, there's a project going on at the moment called Saved by the Dogs now obviously we all need a little bit of saving from the humdrum and stresses of daily life and the Tears Animal Rescue uh, team and Hills have launched this wonderful project called Saved by the Dogs which invites all the city's workers to take uh, a monthly breather from the office blues and spend some time with Tears four-legged super is, as they're calling them, in the company gardens in central Cape Town. Now, I'm sure if you're in Cape Town, you'll know how gorgeous the company gardens are. So what you do is you come down there and you spend some time with a dog, you take them for a walk, um, and you just brighten their day and your day at the same time. So these, this event happens um Once a month, the next one is going to be on the 14th of October, then the 11th of November, and then the 9th of December. So if you're in Cape Town and you need some more info and dates, you need to follow hashtag SavedByTheDogs, or you can contact Tears Animal Rescue, and that number is 21 785 Double four eight two. Lots of news today. Last bit of news is the Mutters Waterworks. Now I went to the Mutters Day last year or this year, beginning of this year. It was one of the most amazing events I've ever been to. So put it in your diary, first of November, Mutters Waterworks Day. It's happening at the Ball and All Driving la- Range and Pub from ten o'clock to three o'clock. This is going to be something with a difference. It's a it's a chance for you to get wet and muddy with your dog. They're going to have amazing stalls. They're going to have little competitions where you can dress up your doggies. I'm one of the judges there. I can't wait to do that. And uh, water slides, host pipe play, sprinklers, you name it. So please diarize that. All proceeds are going to Wet Nose Animal Rescue, and it's only 20 rand a person. So more info on that, you go to www.mutters.co.za. Right. I think that's about all the news for today. Dr. Marlene, now I'm with you. Thank you so much for coming in today.
2: Good morning,
0: and and sorry for the late notice and that you had to get you so quickly. And not all. a
2: problem at all.
0: <laughs> no, I'm poor Scotty. I know she's always so so together, and she's just obviously not well today. So we hope Scotty feels better very very soon. Now, Dr. Marlene, I want to talk to you today generally about being a veterinarian. So let's start. How long have you been practicing?
2: I qualified in two thousand and five. Mm. So almost ten years now. Wow. Okay. And it's a it's a really um wonderful, fantastic occupation to follow. I mean, being a vet for ten years, mm. it's really rewarding. Yes, there's always those moments where you feel, sure. What am I doing here? Mm. But I think that's with yes. any occupation. So why did you go that route? Oh, well, I think we all say we love animals. Mm, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, but also the challenge. It's not an easy route to follow. It's really hard work. And it's mentally challenging. Um, mm. You really... We learn about all the animals, not just dogs and cats. Okay. Cows, horses, sheep, yes. pigs. So I've just chosen my route into small animals. But it's really um challenging yes and i mean isn't the the studies it's it's also quite tough isn't it how long is the degree it's it's really difficult to get in in uh, the yeah, first I place believe so um, my studies were six years, oh, wow. my partner Simon was five and a half years, okay. then they made it seven years, now I believe it's back to six years again. Oh,
0: okay, so what is it, you have to start with a BSc?
2: Yes, um, currently as far as I believe you have to start with a BSc, sometimes they pre-qualify you for Unashtapur. Um, oh really? Um, so you go straight to Unashtapur? No, you have to do the BSc oh, but you're right. already in for Unashtapur. Um, yes. Um that section of it is really difficult and very stressful. I think we're all overachievers, mm, and mm. we all used to get in distinctions. And yes. you suddenly get to Unashtepoort, and it's not as easy as you thought it would be. Oh, okay. so, would you do your,
0: so would you do your BSc at another university and then go to Unashtepoort?
2: That's usually a one-year. It's not even a degree. It's a one-year oh. thing. Then you go through to Unashtepoort. And then how long are you there for? Five years. Five years.
0: Mm-hmm. And Molly, is Honest to Put the only place where you can become a veterinarian in South Africa? Currently
2: yes. Okay, so they if you're in Cape Town to, or Durban you have gotta mm-hmm. come up here. All the way. There used to be Medunsa used to offer it, but mm. then they combined the departments. So currently Gosh. only Honest Aput.
0: And I know it's very difficult um to get in. I think there's a lot of young people that are wanting to go into the veterinary field. Yes. And to get in. I've got a wonderful Little animal angel niece that is going to become a vet, and she's going to honest next year. So um, I think for young people, but as you say, you can choose if you want to focus on wild animals, on, as you said, small animals, reptiles. So it's, it's quite a field.
2: Yeah, well, the, the six years covers everything. So it's only really when you're qualified that you can decide on oh, one to focus, okay. uh, which makes it even harder Um, to fit all of that into six years. Even a dog is not a cat. They are so different. And do they also need you like with doctors? Do you need to do community service or not? They're starting to institute that now. Really? I believe from next year, welfare organizations can apply to have a community service vet that has just qualified.
0: But that's great news. Yes. Because the shelters will really benefit from that.
2: And the state veterinarian, The state of the state vets. Mm. It's, there's actually so many vets needed there that those positions are just not filled at all.
0: So so Mm. there's a, there's a desperate need for more vets.
2: Okay. Most people just try and go overseas as quick as they can. Mm. Mm. I was actually
0: watching a show the other day. It's called House Hunters International on uh, one of my favorite shows. And there was a chappy on there that went to some island and he got this uh, he called it a practical qualification that he literally spent a year and he was qualified and I thought that's interesting you kind of wonder how how much he would know after that but they said it's practical experience
2: Yeah, well, that's what I would think is probably just a practical thing mm. maybe the background knowledge won't be there yes because our first five years is basically no practical it's really only the last year that don't you do we practical. Get thrown in the deep end in the hospital thing. No, I'm sure. And I mean that must also be quite difficult because don't you have to do the
0: whole frog dissection and all that? I mean you have to practice <laughs> on something.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if we want to go into detail. <laughs> no,
0: sure, sure. I think my niece had to do something with a hardy dar
2: <laughs> which I thought no
0: no no luckily that's not something it's not a field I would have gone into definitely not so so if you've now qualified and you decide you want to focus on reptiles mm-hmm. um do you do an extra course for that or do they leave you to now get your own experience and get the knowledge?
2: Basically I'm a general mm. practitioner mm. so basically what I know about exotics. Yes. It's mainly what I picked up through the 10 years. Right. The course we do on exotics is incredibly small. You can do your, um, honours in exotics mm. and medicine, for example, and surgery and study further. But in general, the general practitioners, unless you have a special interest, yes, yes. um, we don't actually know that much about the minority. Mm,
0: Right.
2: Now I ask that because
0: (laughs) I know that a lot of people these days are keeping things like bearded mm. dragons And or oh, they've got hamsters or or fish Or mm. I'm sure birds They bring these mm. guys when they're sick in to see you Is no. it a lot more difficult to treat those kind of animals?
2: It is in some ways But you know this is not a, a stagnant um, occupation at all You mm. have to learn the whole time And I think that's what makes it so exciting There's always something new um, There's always something different Things you've been treated a certain way for years Mm. Suddenly it changes. So we've got our CPD, our continual professional developing courses that we go on just to keep up to date and learn about new things. Yes. Um, Like reptiles as well. There's really brilliant reptile specialists in Joburg um, that we can learn a lot from. But obviously, being in Joburg, if there is anything specialised, it's better to refer. If you don't have that right, experience right, with right. them,
0: right? Because I mean, mm. if, if you look at how many people own little hamsters, yes. if your yes. hamster
2: gets sick, you've got to take it
0: to the vet. Yes, it must exactly. be a lot more a, a lot more difficult to diagnose a hamster, or not really?
2: Not really. It's more that they a little bit more difficult to deal with because mm. they're not always as tame yes. as dogs. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> and reptiles <laughs> are the same. They're not always being handled as much as they should mm, be, mm. so that makes it very difficult to really. Gosh, deal so do with you them. get
0: people coming in with snakes and all sorts? Luckily, we don't see too many. I know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can imagine. And then, of course, you know, I was looking at the positive side. If we look at the positive side and the negative side, uh, the negative side. I think the positive side is obviously to see all these. Patients who absolutely are adored by their owners. Um, and to see these little fur kids getting better,
2: that must be so nice to see that. Oh, really, the the animal and pet owner bond. It's mm. just amazing how people will really bond with their animals. Yes. And um, – it's really rewarding to know that this pet would not have made the day without your intervention. Yes. yes, And to be able to turn that around completely and save that animal, that is the most rewarding. It must be
0: amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I often wa- watch Bondi Vets. Yes. And... Oh. Dr. Chris Brown, who's amazing, and you see that when those people arrive to fetch their little dog or cat that they really didn't think would make it, and the joy and the gratitude they have—it's yes, just, I amazing. mean, you must get
2: that quite often. Yes, it's really amazing. Mm. Um, but from a vet point of view, it's not always easy. Mm. Um, we ourselves, because we're such caring and compassionate people, we often get compassion fatigue ourselves. I'm sure, and it's a well-documented. Thing with veterinarians um, The suicide rate in vets are quite high really? Because people don't always Appreciate the effort The mental, emotional and physical effort That yes. goes into being a vet Yes, and, especially know, if you have A passion for animals yes. And we all do uh, we, Why would you become a vet mm. if you're not I can understand <gasps>
0: that then You actually make sense I, There was a vet that I used to see And he was always so morose And just so cut and dried, no bedside manner at all. And I always used think, you know, I want a vet, uh, with like the the guys I have now, who says, hello, Tisa, how are you? And, no, but you yes. can't expect them to keep that up. They're also human
2: beings. Yeah, well, I think you should try as a vet. I think if you lose that compassion, maybe you should be doing something else mm. for a short while, Yes. just to get over that moroseness, as you say.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it must be difficult. I know even doing Canine Zone magazine, you see all these Terrible, cruelty stories mm. and uh, that come across my desk. And, and you get to a stage after having done it for a few years that you look and you move on because you can't afford to get emotionally involved. Because in the beginning, I used to spend days in tears. My husband used to come into the office and say, yep. What happened now? Because I'd be sitting there bawling. Now I look and I kind of go, okay, let's find something else that's good news, you know. Um, but it, you must be able to take that bad news, like the dog or cat that's now got cancer or some that that must be very difficult. You know, it's really
2: hard. I mean, especially um having been a vet for ten years, mm. some of the dogs that's getting old now, I've treated yeah, since a puppy. Puppies. So that makes it even harder. You know the clients. You know the yeah. patients. And um, what I think people need to understand that's, that once you become a vet is it's not just about the pets. Mainly that's mm. the reason why we go into it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's about the people. It's the owners, if you can't right. understand the people, if you don't have compassion or empathy for their situation, mm. They won't listen to what you're saying. No. And you're not going to be able to treat the pet like you want to. Mm. So if and you a, don't
0: like people, you can't, you can't, can't do it. It. <laughs> and it's a very stressful situation if someone comes in with a sick pet. The, yes. They're obviously distraught. Yes. And and panicking. So you have to deal with that as yeah. well.
2: Yeah. And an emergency situation, um, The owner may perceive it as an emergency, Mm. but it might not be. I mean, if you just drove over your dog, it's an emergency. But very often there's very little wrong with them. But we also need to deal with that stress and... Act as if it is an emergency. Yes, even though we know it's that. really not.
0: Do you get that? Do you get a lot of pet owners who are? What's the word?
2: Hypochondriacs for their pets. I won't really say it's it's hypochondriac though. We do get that. Mm-hmm. It's it's more that emotional attachment that yes. bond is so strong that if something happens to they their panic. pet, it's like their child. Yes, yes, it's.
0: No, I know. I mean, it's, it's never nice. I mean, to, to, go to the, to the vet. I mean, I don't even like when I take mine for their vaccinations and that you sit there <laughs> and you go, please don't let me see a very sick dog or Aww. cat. But you guys see that every day. It must yes. take its toll. It yes. really must. And then, you know, the horrible subject of, of
2: euthanasia, that must be a very tough job. Yes. I mean, that by far is the worst part, I would say, mm. of being a vet. Um, but unfortunately, it's one of those things that it is part of part of the job yes um the consequences i think that's what makes it so bad for the owner as well the consequences of euthanasia is just so final and once it's done you cannot take that back Um, but as pet owners it's our responsibility to make that decision um the Vet can obviously help you through that, especially if you've known your vet and you've got a relationship with them and they know Mm. your your pet, then it's much easier for them to help you with a decision. But ultimately, the pet owner has to say, this is enough. Mm. Yes. That's a difficult part. How do you know? When do you
0: make that call? When do you make that call? I know. And I think they would look to the vet to say,
2: yes, this is enough. So So, it all falls
0: on your shoulders.
2: mm, Yes. So, so we've got criteria that we can work by basically to assess the quality of life of the animals. Um, firstly, suffering, pain. Um, I think that's the most obvious to everybody. Yes, Yes. Is my animal in pain? That's the main concern. Now, what you've got to consider is, is your pet under pain treatment? Can mm. we control the pain? Yes. Can we make the pain go away or can't we? So it's all about treatment. It's not always unfair putting your old arthritic doggy on medication because mm. yes. that improves their quality of life. Sure. So sure. pain is definitely one of the big ones. Then happiness. Um, that's not always something we think about and Scotty would have probably been able to give mm. us more information mm. on the behavioral side. But they need to... Greet you when you get home, they need to be yes. happy when you 're there, even if they can 't quite come running to the gate anymore mm-hmm. they mustn't be depressed and indifferent whether you 're there or not yes, yes, so really mental state emotional state of your pet is very important. Okay. Um, which we don't think of We always just think of pain Of the pain, yes, mm. of the suffering Yeah. Then mobility um, Some dogs as they get older can't get up by themselves Now is this going to be a permanent state mm. That they can't get up by themselves That's not
0: quality of life Is
2: that fair mm. um, I mean animals Hygiene is important to them yes. They don't like it when they're incontinent They don't like it when they're dirty sure. um, We can't leave them in a state like that Um Hunger is also a thing to go by. If the appetite is still great, they're probably still feeling all right. Okay, but if they're not eating, they're
0: not feeling well. Yeah. I mean, there's,
2: there's many conditions that, that lead to euthanasia yes. in the end. These are just a few things that you can use to assess whether you should or shouldn't. Yes, yes. And
0: I um, suppose part of your job there would be grief counseling because,
1: yes. oh, there
0: is nothing worse. I think a dog's only fault in a cat is that they really have such short lifespans <laughs> and you know that at some point you're going to have to say goodbye. They just don't live long enough. No, they don't. So I guess you also have to be there for, Yes. for the owner yeah. to to help them through it for the pet parents what we call yeah for the pet parents, yes. <laughs> yeah, <for> the pet <laughs> parents. i know yes. well that was Scotty's article it mm-hmm. uh, in this issue it's called euthanasia what happens when it's time to say goodbye mm-hmm. and she's kind of explaining the process mm-hmm. in a in a beautiful way actually yes. and what actually happens um i think it's important to note that the the
2: dog or cat is not in pain and it's mm-hmm. a very peaceful process yeah so it, it really is um i mean mainly it's in it's like putting the doggy under or kitty under anesthetic mm. um so it is a fairly peaceful process yes, but they just don't wake up It's yeah, yeah and, and that's what the what the euthanase is it is an overdose of anesthetic
0: oh is that actually mm-hmm. what it is yes
2: they make it a special color so that you can't confuse it with anything else yes. so it's usually blue or green and it's basically putting the doggy under anesthetic. But because it's an overdose, their heart stops. And
0: but you're quite right with that quality of life. My old mm. staffy, gosh, I tried my best. He, he got mm. cancer. And I really did. We did everything we could. And mm. while he had quality of life, all was good. But I remember coming home one day from a meeting. And um, he tried to come out and greet me and he fell over. And he couldn't no. get up. And I knew he was 14. Mm. Time to make a decision. Um, Mm. It was horrible. It's horrible to make that decision, but I had to keep telling myself it's what he would have wanted because Mm. (laughs) we're going back. Dogs are nothing like wolves, but if you look at wild animals, they go off to die. They make that decision for themselves. But mm. we have to make that decision
2: for our fur yes. kids, and I, I think it's a privilege um, for mm. us to be able to put them out of their misery and mm. put them out of their pain. Because yes. if they're at that level, it's really not fair. Yes, but, but now we were we were talking before the show. Um, there
0: was a story this week that crossed my desk about a couple who moved in together. Um, the, the one had a boxer The other one had a cat The boxer ate the cat The woman then insisted Threatened suicide And said that if the boxer was not euthanized She was going to kill herself Literally that was the threat And she wanted to see this dog die Because she was distraught And um, rescue was called in But they were caught, caught up in traffic So by the time they got there The dog had been euthanized Which oh, this gave me sleepless nights But I just wondered, you know, we were saying earlier, do you have to always do what the owner says? So in this case, could you say, sorry, I'm not putting this to sleep or is it the owner's property, so you have no say? Yeah,
2: you know, it's I mean that's really a horrible story. It's a terrible story. I mean the whole dog attacking the cat, that's a natural thing for sure, a dog to do. Sure. It's not necessarily an aggressive dog. Mm. Um so I really think that was a very unfair decision. But um With the, with the, um, what we need to do, animals are seen as property. It's that owner's property. So they have the right to make the decision. We may not agree with it at all, but what we can do is get the owner to sign that animal over to us. We have done it recently. Where we had a similar situation with the mm. owner that passed away yes. and that pit bull went to a family member and it's a lovely dog, but she did not like other dogs. Okay. And the owner ended up bringing her in in a terrible state with bite twins all over from a fight. And we decided that rather than the owner brought her in for euthanasia, okay, then rather than putting her down, we got them to sign her over to us. Oh, right. And the problem is we can't, it sounds very nice, but we can't always. What do you do do then Yes yes. We found several rescues Which couldn't take her in at the time So we in the end Um Put it on Facebook Put it on social media And after about two weeks We got a really good home for her Oh wow That's fantastic And she's so happy That we're sending us photos of her Yes And I mean that, that story Had a brilliant ending But what if we couldn't Find a home for yes, her
0: Yes then what happens Then what
2: happens So yes we can get them signed over But then the owner Has to sign over ownership Okay so to you, us. you
0: can do that I mean as you said mm. What do you do with all of them If you say no. it to all the owners But legally but, we are uh,
2: not allowed to say we will euthanize your animal and then keep it. We, we are not allowed oh. to do that at all So if, you've got to get their yes. permission to Give you ownership Yes. If the owner insists and we don't agree we can get them To sign a euthanasia form mm. That states that they insist Yes. But it, it's really hard it's It must be hard to, to Euthanize a perfectly
0: healthy happy Dog mm. Um Yeah that must be incredibly difficult I was just looking we got a message In from Just Me Just Me wants a little bit of your advice He says friends of ours I don't know if it's a man or a Email just me Friends of mm-hmm. ours have a dog And his legs aren't good He poos and wheezes everywhere But he does not look like he's in pain Um I don't think he has quality of life At what point do you make that decision Or that distinction
2: yeah, So that, that's really difficult The problem you say his dog oh, His legs are not really great mm. Um Dogs don't show pain. They won't cry out in pain if mm. they saw, unless a leg is broken. Yes. They're not going to cry out in pain. If your dog is even a little bit stiff in getting up, that, that is pain. Uh, the reason why they won't show pain, it's still that pack instinct coming f- through. The weakest link gets taken up by the pack. Okay. So you can't show weakness. Yes. And we are they pack. So they can't show that weakness. They won't until they can't get up. If they are incontinent, that is a sign that they, they're probably in pain as well. All right. So I would definitely recommend trying painkillers, putting the dog on anti-inflammatories and see how they're doing. Because very often if we just take that doggy and give them some painkillers, it's a different dog. Yes, yes. Then the owners actually feel guilty that they haven't tried something before because no, exactly. they could
0: Because, I mean, this could be…
2: I don't know, he
0: doesn't say if this dog Mm. has been to the vet, but I mean as you say, it could be severe arthritis it could be anything, doesn't say how old the doggy is either but I know mine has been stiff and not wanting to get up, she's nine and it was a diagnosis of of, um, arthritis so now we're treating her with all the goodies and the weather's Mm. getting warmer so she's back on her feet again it does help, but that's I think
2: it's always important to get a vet to have a look and Make that that Help you make that decision And also when it comes to euthanasia Don't make the decision Without your vet Absolutely. Because sometimes you've already made that decision And then you can't turn Back the emotional process mm. That you've already made the decision right. And you may take your dog in And they find, find a perfectly treatable condition Yes Yes. And then you've already made the decision And it's really difficult to turn back To turn back I know, and you were saying the other reason that people do go that
0: route Is when they just can't afford the treatment That mm. must be heartbreaking
2: Our know, finances, oh, unfortunately, it always plays a role um, We don't always provide for our pets with pet insurance Which I would highly recommend But sometimes it just gets to that point where your doggie's broken its leg. They say it's going to be 10 to 15,000 mm, Rand. Do you
0: really have that amount of yes. money to
2: put down right does? now? Yeah.
0: Who does these days? <sighs> that is scary. I mean, my, my boy was diagnosed with, um, pneumonia. Mm. It was two years ago. And th- at the end of the day with the hospital stay and everything, it came to over 10,000 Rand. Yeah. And I got such a fright because I thought, what on earth I had to, Mm. Try and get the money from somewhere. I had to treat him. I mean, yes. I couldn't just let him, uh, die. But that's when I went and got pet medical yes. aid. No, it's important. Um, doesn't <laughs> cost a lot every month, yes. but you know,
2: you've got that backup now, especially when they're getting older. And you know, the value of services that vets offer these days are mm. fantastic. Yes. But unfortunately, if you go to your human GP, he charges you a consult fee. If you go to your sends you somewhere else for the x rays, sends yes. you somewhere else for the medication, Blood tests, sends right. you some so you don't see how much it actually accumulates. Yes. So yes. because we do everything in house right. you see everything in one go. Yes. As you said, you got a ten thousand rand bill and got a big shock. Scary, But your medical bills are probably even four times that mm, when you go to a human true. doctor and I but don't, you don't see it because you you've got insurance see.
0: yes and that is why I, I got this pet medical aid and, and so far it's worked out very well for me mm. when I do remember to send in the invoices it's one of those things <laughs> that you put it on your desk and you forget about it but Many years back, one of my other staffies actually started having convulsions and got very, very ill, and they wanted to do MRIs and all that kind of thing. And at that point, I could not afford it, mm. and and it was a horrible, horrible time because
1: yeah.
0: what do you do? What do you do at that stage? You either have to say, well, euthanasia, or you have to try and borrow big or steal money from somewhere just to to get your little baby treated. Yeah, so, hard. that is hard and I'm, and I'm sure vets sort of stay away from opening accounts because, you know, you don't know if you're ever going to get that money.
2: Well, vets are, um, what we call incidental credit providers. Mm. So if there's an emergency, but uh, we can, we can, um, Sort of split the payments, but yes. you know you really have to know the person. <laughs> sure, because from a uh, business owner point absolutely. of view, absolutely. Because
0: even if it can't. is a euthanasia, uh, the person leaves. How do you know that that person's ever going to come
2: back? You don't. You, don't.
0: you know, and um, so yes, I think if you are going to adopt a dog or buy a dog, you've got to know that you can afford to good nutrition um all its toys and blankets and everything else it needs and you can afford veterinary costs because they need it from puppyhood the vaccinations all the way through the yearly checkups and vaccinations you you need to put money away for that or no you can do it otherwise don't get a dog
2: yeah unfortunately there's this saying um That it's a privilege to have a dog. It's not a rat. Mm, mm. Same, of course, with cats. Sure. Um, Or
0: any animal. Yeah. It's an absolute privilege. And I think too many people get animals on a whim and then they get home and that's not a cute puppy anymore don't want it or it gets ill and they you know we're not going to bother with this or it's got behavioral problems can't afford or don't want to get in a behaviorist and then you guys you know have to end up euthanizing the dog but now moving on to behavior do you have some interesting stories there? I mean, do you ever get attacked by cats and dogs? And
2: <laughs> People always ask us this in consult. Mm, I'm sure. Uh, the, the danger factor. It all depends on how quick your reflexes are. <laughs> sure. I'll but check your arms later for the scars <laughs> No, we, we've all got our decorative scars <laughs> Yes, I'm sure <laughs> On that, our That's handsome. the scary part When you have
0: to deal with a doggy that's never been socialized Yeah,
2: so. I mean, a lot of the time it's, it's really animals that's scared sure. And um, usually they give warning And after a few years you realize when to <laughs> not yeah. push things too yes. hard no, and, sure. But cats are very unpredictable sometimes <laughs> Um, the worst bites and scratches are usually oh, cats. cats, because they fester. And sure. <laughs> Actually, a,
0: a vet friend of mine once said that cats and the Tiny dogs the small are the dogs. ones that are the problem. They usually chihuahuas.
2: get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but
0: Marlene, it's, it's been so wonderful chatting to you. We actually just got a, a message in here from Nathan. I have to read this out. What a great compliment. <laughs> compliment. He says, great conversation, Sharon. You're doing a great job. Women of change. Oh, wow. Thank you, Nathan. This show should be two hours. Good on you for keeping our animals alive. Canines own rocks. Keep it up. You are a star. There we go. We are stars. Oh, that's fantastic. Nathan, you are a honey. And thank you so much. I'll get your address to send you that bottle of wine later. <laughs> Marlene, thanks so much for coming in today. We'll be back after this little break and we'll be talking to Jerry Salwani.
1: Animal Central on cliffcentral.com. Gosh, I
0: just can't get over that introduction. It's the first time I heard it today and it is awesome. So thank you to Frankie. Hey, Duncan, it's Frankie was behind that. Yep, thank you so much Frankie Now we're back and we got Jerry Salwani It's always an honour to have Jerry from Soweto Animal Rescue in studio I gave him a call this morning at half past eight And said Jerry please help me, my other guests not well Can you please come in because I also have a surprise for you So Jerry thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you You are such a star to get here so quickly
1: <laughs> It's always a pleasure and um uh you know what? I just couldn't say no. I mean, uh, you guys are <laughs> amazing. And, uh, it's a privilege and honor for us to be here as well. Thank you.
0: Oh no Jerry. And, and the other reason I, I was happy you could come in is because what we just did with the help of Brevecto. So thank you, Brevecto. We just brought out a 2016, um, canine zone and Soweto animal rescue calendar. Now this calendar is going to be sold and all proceeds are going to go back to Soweto animal rescue. They're going to be 120 rand each. It's for one incredibly good cause. And you will love the calendar. The pictures are great. We've got quotes on every page. And firstly, Jerry, are you happy with it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you. you it's know, the first time I'm, he I'm sees it.
1: I'm really dumbfounded. You know, this is so amazing. And uh, thank you. Wow, Pravecto, Canon Zone, everyone who was involved in this, uh, making this possible, we say thank you. And uh, I hope our supporters going to support us. Yes. And uh, we need to mat- uh, network this and make sure that...
0: Uh, we need to sell them out and print more.
1: Thank you. Definitely. Well, um, this I, I challenge... Our supporters That okay They need to come To the party yes. now And just yes. help us out To raise those Much needed funds Thank you Sharon.
0: Oh no Only a pleasure Jerry We printed as much As we could With the budget we had And you know I was running around To get a sponsor And Brevector Was fantastic Kim McKenzie Stepped up to the plate And said no we're in And you know If we sell Not if When we sell out We will just print more So we've got a lot of time Now to sell them Uh We will be putting them Into the October issue of. K- on zone magazine. I'll also be posting it every now and again on our Facebook page and I'm sure you will as well, Jerry.
1: My promise to you is uh, I know our supporters, you know, they can't even wait, you know, to put their hand on this calendar <laughs> and they will actually do everything in their power to ensure that we market this and oh, we make this a huge good. success. Thank you. And you know what, before I forget, mm. you know, uh, I think uh, congratulations will be in order, you know, for uh, winning this, uh, celebrity dog competition, you know.
0: Oh <laughs> my word! Yeah, you're talking about the, the Wodak the, the celebrity word want, agility challenge. You know?
1: <laughs> But that's great. Okay. You know
0: what, I still haven't forgotten about that That was one of the best days of my life To actually get out there And and my ex-co-host Who by the way I miss every Wednesday I mean I actually beat his bum And I, I, I don't know how I did it to this day But I got it And we're going to be doing an article On the dog that I ran with uh, Django in one of the issues But no, Wodak was fantastic It really, really was But You know, we were hoping to get these calendars ready for Wodak, but unfortunately we missed out. So at this point... You can order them well from Canine Zone or from our web, uh our Facebook page, uh, and we will mail them. So it's mail order. We also, we were talking earlier about the Mutters Day on the on the first of November. We'll have them for sale there, and then Jerry will have it on his Facebook wall, and we'll give you the details how to
1: order these calendars, and they'll be mailed to you countrywide. Wow, well, I wish you could actually see them. You know, the front cover is uh, two little beautiful dogs here. You know, uh, wow, a box I hear. You know, this is so beautiful. They're all gonna, puppies. This, it's the wow. puppy calendar. Oh, wow, this is so. And you know, I like also the messages here. Mm. No animal I know of can consi- consistently be more of a friend and companion than a dog. Wow, this yeah. is amazing. I think, uh, our supporters, please join us. In selling this and making this a cute success.
0: No, we we will definitely. I think we t- we decided to go the puppy route because we thought that's the cute factor, and and giving good messages and it's a big. I don't know what what do you call that, Jerry. Is that a, a-, a- double a-, a-, a four, A three, um, a-, three yeah. a three, A three size. So we'll talk to you more about that on Canine Zone Facebook page, on Sarex Facebook page, and yep, go and get your calendars now, Jerry. Since we had you here last time, what's been happening?
1: Wow, a lot has been happening. <laughs> We, on Mandela Day, we launched our dog training school. Oh. So we are officially open you yes. know, to train dogs. And um, look, <coughs> the aim of uh, this uh, uh, dog training, to start with, the course was actually uh, sponsored. You know, my course for this uh, dog uh, instructor's course was sponsored by South African Dog Training College. So it is important and imperative that... Uh, I give back to the community. Right. Knowing that Jerry's working, is, I'm so passionate about education. I'm working with children. The aim is to impart this knowledge to the youngsters. Yes. So what's, what's going to happen is, uh, yes, I'll be training dogs so that, you know, we can ra- raise that much needed fund mm. and uh, also to generate some income. Cause, uh, as you know that, um, after leaving the SPCA, you know, I used all my savings, you know, just to start this yes, organization. Yes. And, um, look, it was difficult, but now things are getting better. Oh, good. I lost. you I happened. I lost our initial office in, in, in ladies way too, and um, it was it was it was it was tough. But now things are uh, getting better now, because of you, your support, and everything. So now, since Jerry's also uh, a PI, basically what we do is uh, <clears throat> we coming up with innovative ideas. You know. If Sarag is the new kid in the, uh, 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 in the block. Yes. So, and uh, as we all know that everyone is there to prevent cruelty to animals. Mm. So.
0: Definitely. What we
1: do at Sarag, we actually taking a different route. Mm. We not preventing cruelty. We're here to eradicate cruelty. Right. What Jerry simply implies is, um, being the PI, we gonna use, you know, the combination of, um, uh, my PI expertise, African flair, and uh, Western culture, you know, like, uh, uh legislation. Yes. We're in Africa, so I believe that uh, we need to, you know, um you know, work according to the norms of Africa. Absolutely. You know, Africans have got a way of treating yes. their animals. They've got their uh, laws and regulations. I grew up in a in a in a village um, where my great grandfather used to be a chief. So basically, how it works. This is the modus operandi that Jerry's using now. Mm-hmm. Many people think that um, I'm connected. I'm not connected in any way. Uh, for me to be able to uh, locate and investigate, successfully investigate. Serious cases. It's because of uh, my experience, yes, and uh, also the modus operandi that one put in in, in practice. So, in a village, basically, what's happening is where there's a chief. When a visitor comes in, the visitor needs to go and report by the chief about the the the, uh, the visit, the duration of the visit. In essence what's gonna happen is uh, that visitor will be looked after, nothing bad will actually happen to that thing. And all the cutlery that have been put aside, you know, for that special mm-hmm. occasion yes. will be used on that day, you know, just yes. you know, so that when this person goes back, he can raise these people's flag high. What I do, this is how I operate. If I receive uh, a, a complaint outside my jurisdiction, mm. either David Cape Town, yes, you name it. The first thing I consult the council of the area because he should know that I'm coming. I need to speak to the station commanders. Right. And uh when I arrive there it is important that I speak to the magistrate for in case just to make my 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 my, my visit known my pre- that I'm in the area so that if anything happens to me I know that I'm covered. That's magistrate in a sense that um, should anything go wrong meaning that if there's a need for me to remove animals.
0: Right. You got that backup.
1: I've got that backup. That is not connection. This is how you use, mm. you, you work things. Yes. Um, if you don't mind, I w- I'm going to touch a little bit on, on uh, Max the Husky case. Oh, yes. There was uh, this, um, rumor that uh, we jeopardized the case because we got involved with
0: it. Now, Look, Max was the Husky that was beaten to death was brutally, by a neighbor.
1: Brutally beaten to death by the guest house owner yes. that is yes this was in white river that is white mm. river that is in pumalanga about four hundred and four hundred and fifty 450 km from here yes i was contacted by the owner of uh, of of the animal of the max mm. uh ask you know asking for our assistant saying that um, nothing has been done and um, he need our expertise there so basically what transpired is, uh the first few questions like any Look, if any person lodges a complaint, you know, mm. first, is anyone involved in the case? Right. Um, has any action been taken? No. Where's the, the carcass Because up? Apparently, sadly, the dog died. So the dog was at the vet. So mm. we had to do a post-mortem had to get a vet report. Yes. So, and what I do most, you know, this is what I always ask for, a visual evidence. Fortunate enough, it said, no, Jerry, I also took a video. I've got a video oh. of him doing that. So, yes, the next morning, I travelled with one of um, uh, uh, the activists, you know, from the whistleblowers. Blowers. So we travelled, because he offered to fly us in. Yes. But uh, we decided, you know, some things that, no, rather drive instead of uh, mm. uh, uh, flying to Cape Town. Yes. Sorry, I beg your pardon, to White Lunga. River. Yes. When we arrived there, okay, we went to his house. We, I wanted to see the video. It was like 45 minutes oh, video. My word. We went through that video. And, you know, it was not visible enough. And not even once did I hear him appealing with neighbors to stop doing that. I was that. just
0: going to ask you that. And, how do you and, video and, and, someone and, and doing if
1: that? If that was my animal, I would have done everything in my power. Everything. I'll go through the electric fence. Absolutely. To ensure that uh, I saved my animal. But nothing in that regard. So he videos it. He took the video. 45 oh, minutes no. video. Okay. God then, Lord. but there was, he said, you know, no, no case was registered. Then basically what I did is, cause my, my aim, this is how I operate. <coughs> um, if you commit offense, I arrest you right away, mm. I take mm. you to prison, and I'll compile the docket later. Uh, the vet report, everything will come later, but you need to have your way in court. This is how mm. I operate. So mm. I don't wait for the prosecutor to, st- to make a decision whether your case is fit to stand trial. So, as we were leaving to the police station course, I mean, he told us that, okay, we contacted the vet, unfortunately, that was on Sunday if, and the next day was supposed to be Monday, it was a long weekend. That was in December, sorry. The vet was closed and, um, you know, the aim was just to slip over for, you know, so that we can complete the whole matter. Because I believe in making my case a watertight case. Sure. If I prosecute you. Have you to. Mm. If I prosecute you, <coughs> there's no way that, uh, you you know, you have got only one option, just to plead guilty. Sure. So, as we were leaving to the police station, you know, you know to speak to the uh, P, uh, investigating officer mm. and to station commander to see the docket, the content of the... so that we could actually go and uh, arrest, make an arrest, arrest the suspect. He then stopped me, the owner saying that, sorry, I think I missed something out. Uh, Unfortunately, I had to open a case. I said, no, but you said you never uh, uh, open any case. He said, no. The owner of the goat... Um, I would say a suspect mm, in this matter. Mm, mm. uh, laid charges against him, and he had to counter. So now, then there's two different. Oh, what a so miss. The whole scenario changed. What a miss. So we went to the police station, and uh, I wanted to see the docket because before I could actually pursue with any matter, I need to see the contents of, uh, of, of 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 the docket. Unfortunately, the investigative officer was was on so leave, so he was away with oh. with the docket. So. I demanded to see the station commander. We had a meeting, and eventually we went to the suspect house to make an arrest. We Went to the guest house. We arrested the guy. Mm. We came back with the guy to the police station, mm. and but the owner of Megs had to come with us. You know, because you need to identify the suspect. We don't okay. know who the suspect is. Right. So as we coming back to the police station, then the whole thing. As we were out, you know, the station commander contacted the investigating officer who was uh, uh, on leave, so he had to ensure that the guy comes back with no docket. And when we arrived back, the guy was there, and uh, we had a lengthy about two hour discussion with the station commanders regarding this matter. Mm-hmm. There were two dockets now: the um, the complaining docket, meaning that the owner of yes. max and the suspect docket. Yes. But his docket was so thick, and this one was so thin, about two pages in. And uh, this guy has been, you know, uh, communicating, you know, with uh, the owner, appealing with him, you know, to ensure that uh, he stops his animal from uh, uh, attacking his animal. And by law, you as the owner of property, you have got all the right, you know, to protect your property sure. against marauding domestic animals. Yes. That's what the law says. Yeah. Oh,
0: right. <coughs> okay. Oh, really? So you, you can yeah, but, actually.
1: But that must be done assuming that's possible. Because uh, that's the way we come in. If there's cruelty, yes. like the, the way this animal was.
0: So the bottom line was he killed Max. <coughs> Because he was on his property, um, yes. attacking his okay, goats. Okay. Yeah.
1: Look, now people have been saying, uh, slandering us that we mm. jeopardize the case. And th- the worst part is the people that I have so much respect for, who some are even my friend on Facebook, they go about you know, slandering us, you oh, know. No. And, you know, I would not go and say derogatory remarks about no, any sure. other person. i um, I've got ethics, but <clears throat> oh, it's we, we had a meeting, but finally, the decision was cuz mm-hmm. i knew that, that 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 case was not going to even make it in court no, no. so we had to make an arrest there so we decided to eventually we decided to arrest them to charge them both oh. we charged the owner and yes. we charged the the, the the we charged the suspect and the complainant that's a set part, but yeah, lucky. Like I mean, it was late that we didn't even fly in. So now, afterward, oh. instead of people coming to me and saying, okay, Jerry, what transpired there? Because mm. I'm not a Facebook person that oh, will no. go and say things There's on Facebook. There's a
0: lot of politics on <laughs> Facebook, Jerry.
1: Yeah. So, but unfortunately, <laughs> yes, this is what we do. And now, what Jerry's doing, um, being a PI, I've got, uh, I'm training, apart from uh, my Rangers. Yes. Uh, I'm training the agent. That I'm I'm coming to the point of eradicating cruelty. Yes. Um, I'm training. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm training the agent, meaning that undercover agent yes. that will infiltrate. Ah. If there's a smoke, there's always fire. P- okay. Absolutely. So now we have a problem with uh, dog fighting, mm. and uh, you must if if you had come to our.
0: Uh, uh, I'm uh, still. G- I'll get there, Jerry. I'll to, get, to, get there. Our, to to
1: our, to our, to our lunch we were also launching this uh um, a a production you know that is called uh, kushubile that is uh, you abuse an animal you pay dearly. Oh. so it's about you know dog fighting a a, a play whereby uh, the gangsters organize a again a a fight a dog fight we need to talk about this it is happening people are so afraid to come forward yes. with this thing but if we are have this guard you know, to show people that uh, we are onto them, mm. believe you me. Mm.
0: No, dog fighting is a huge issue in in South Africa. And uh, we've got an article in the next issue about you that you are teaching, uh, you're having these behavior classes with with the young people. I mean, that's great to to actually get them there and teach them how to work with their dogs.
1: Well, yeah, and uh, the aim is, uh, look, every year, December, mm. please, uh if, your supporters can actually help us in this regard. This is how we also respond You know these kids. You know they're so dedicated. You mm. know they're so committed in helping us, and we're not giving them anything in return. Sure. And uh, most of them come from underprivileged families. I'm talking about my rangers.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Um, when they see any cruelty, they contact us, and you know they. And they're the every, future,
0: Jerry. They th- will educate. Th- these are the future here. generation,
1: and uh, we throw them a party, and uh, if you've got. An unused cell phone, school shoes, school mm-hmm. shirts, any items that you think that we can put a good use. Oh. Please consider donating them to us. No,
0: we need to work on that. And I uh, saw that.
1: The, the 6th of December is their party. Usually, so consider also coming. Cause, uh, and the other thing um, with this play, we're aiming to take this play to maybe to the theatre. You know, because oh. it's great. I'm telling you. And this is this is a way of uh, raising some fun. Yes. But we'll talk more about that. No, later. we
0: need to. I think we need to push that on on our Facebook wall and remind uh, Animal Central listeners, because yes, they need phones to communicate. So, so let's maybe I'll I'll speak to Gareth and and uh, Jono and see if we can't get a collection box out and see if we can get some lovely Christmas gifts put together. I think that would really be, you know, helping the community. Jerry, I mean, I it's always such a pleasure. Sorry, I was actually showing you earlier that we've already running out of time. There's so much to talk about always. And yes, maybe Nathan's right. We need two hours. But guys, I'll be back next week. Um, at this stage, we have confirmed that we're going to have Emma O'Brien in studio. Emma is a photographer. She's going to talk to you about how to photograph your dogs and about all All the wonderful work she's actually our official photographer and she's going to tell you about the wonderful um calendars and all sorts of projects that she's been working on so that's going to be great so we'll be back again next wednesday same time same place and as i always say go out and give all your pets a big hug from me bye for now
1: animal central on cliffcentral.com